0: Welcome to Sales Tech Star's Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips, and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. Jonathan Lister, COO at Vidyard, a video solutions provider that enables sales and marketing efforts, joins us in this Sales Star Podcast to share a few top learnings from his sales journey through the years. Jonathan, we're really excited to hear from you today. Video has been a trending topic across sales and marketing in b2b in b2c and of course if you have if you look at social media it's it's all over the place so now is a good time to have this conversation we are looking forward to hearing from you in terms of how you see video impacting the sales and marketing process today and also what you'd share with teams today in terms of what they should do what they shouldn't do when they're implementing videos as part of their processes so before we dive in why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself your journey through the years, and of course, your Vidya's new CEO, what are you looking forward to most in your role here?
1: Yeah, sure. Hey, promo Thank you. Thanks for having me. A little bit about myself. You have know, 20 plus years in tech, B2B, go-to-market. I've always led sales teams, led some marketing operations teams. You know, I'm fascinated with transformation. I am almost entirely focused on creating value for users and customers. And along the way, I've tried to build some great sales teams, uh, really efficient, high-scale sales teams that have fun along the way so that's kind of how i think about my career and i'm super excited to be at vidyard you now. i'm a month into my role here i chose vidyard because i think it's a fantastic product that users love at the end of the day it's a massive market you know, all go-to-market professionals can take advantage of vidyard and video and this is a product that sales people and go-to-market professionals love so that's broadly why i started and again i'm just i'm really really excited because i think vidyard plays at the intersection of these massive secular trends that were really, really early on, right? Like video as a communication medium in business. Second is remote and the shift to remote work. And the third one is artificial intelligence, is generative AI. I think those are three massive secular trends. We're really, really early days in all three of them and Vidyard plays like at the intersection of them. So that's why I'm I'm super excited to be here. I think we're doing great work and I'm looking forward to uh, my time here and looking forward to this conversation.
0: Absolutely. And we're happy to have you here today. And Jonathan, uh, this would be a great time to ask you more about video in sales. So we see a lot of salespeople, we see our own sales team members, even me for that matter, struggling when it comes to keeping our videos on and using it to really drive sales success in the whole outreach process. So, you know, there are a lot of things that people who are doing this for the who are new to the whole concept or doing it for the first couple of times, they struggle with. One is, you know, how to keep it on, how to look good uh, when you know. How to avoid getting conscious? Should there be a standardization in terms of having virtual background, a company logo? How how should they set themselves? So we have spoken to a lot of experts over the years, and of course, they have mm-hmm. always said that video is a must today, and it's important to just be yourself. But of course, that's not something that comes easily. So as an expert in this space, what would you suggest teams do to sort of you know reduce the anxiety that comes in, often comes in for people who are not used to this?
1: Yeah. I think it's a great question. I'm new to, to Vidyard. I've been using video like many of us for years and years and years, but new to Vidyard. So I'm on a learning journey myself. I'm trying to get better and trying to learn how to use the medium appropriately and be as compelling as I can on video. If I was answering that question on like how to make it work really well, I'd start with why. Why are we doing it? And I think the why changes at different parts of the sales cycle. I think sometimes it is to convey a lot of information in a different kind of way, maybe visually. Other times it may be to communicate quickly. It's a very quick way to communicate with a human element, a personal element. The third reason we might be doing it is is to build trust, to be authentic. And, And all those three things can happen at one time or they can kind of happen separately. But I might start with sort of why. And then I think depending on what we're trying to do, I would sort of construct my video that way. So if I'm trying to convey a complicated topic that lends itself to video, that's an occasion where I might... Put myself in the background as the speaker, which Vidyard allows you to do, and I would focus more on telling the right story. So, visual story, whether it's using kind of charts or slides or whatever, but telling that very you know a more complicated story visually, I think is a great use of video. If I was trying to build trust and build authenticity, I would worry less about how perfect the video is, and I would really be myself, and I would I would focus more on not editing it as much and not worry about is the lighting perfect and i would more just be myself i think that, that's going to go a long way in sort of conveying trust and i think of course the medium and vineyard allows for that and i think our customers want authenticity our customers they prefer video to text and email a lot of ways because they're talking to a person or they're seeing a real person so you should be that real person and so i think there are lots of times when we don't i wouldn't finesse it too much i wouldn't over engineer it it's okay to pause it's okay to Think about your wording like i don't think it has to be scripted or perfect in fact i think in lots of cases it's more about getting the video out in a short amount of time and getting out quickly than it is about perfecting it so i really think i kind of start there why am i doing it in this case and then i would sort of construct the video to kind of meet that why
0: Absolutely. So this obviously enables a lot of presentation efforts, or demo efforts, or actual meetings where sales or you know similar executives and you know similar roles need to talk to prospects and customers and discuss certain key areas, challenges, or you know broadcast more about their own service benefits or product benefits. But when it comes to sales and marketing, that's a whole different ballgame altogether. So there's there are different channels that need to uh, be optimized further in terms of okay here's my email marketing it is at this juncture that i'm going to include a video so how do you feel marketers today can capitalize on this trend better while they're enhancing the reader experience and not you know impacting the actual roi so you know putting too many videos on a website can be problematic Putting too many videos as part of your email marketing could also be problematic. Putting it, uh, using it to drive your LinkedIn marketing efforts can also be problematic. So what what so sales takeaways or to-dos when it comes to videos largely differ from marketing to-dos and takeaways. So what are your thoughts here?
1: I think about what is the purpose, and there are times in a marketing cycle when you're trying to drive different kinds of action. Right there are. Partly you want variety. You want a certain amount of variety. You want to reach out to people in different kinds of ways so they're not inundated with a similar message. So to one extent, I think it's just having some variety. But the second part is really thinking through what is the action I want my customer or my prospect to take. There may be certain calls to action that are better done on video, putting links inside the video or asking people to take an action on video is more sort of timely. And because you have a person talking oh, you know, in front of it, it gives that personal element to that call to action. So I would think about what the purpose in that sales cycle or that marketing cycle and what we're trying to drive at. Similarly, you can think about sort of mid-funnel feature type work lends itself really well to video because when you're trying to describe features in text, it's a lot of text. It can get very wordy. You can describe that with a personal sort of point of view in sort of fewer words with some diagrams in the background. So I think it lends itself really well to that sort of mid-funnel type of work. And so think about the problem. Think about the place you are in the funnel and then tailor it accordingly. But totally agree, we don't want to inundate anybody. We want to send out videos when they are really appropriate at a moment when someone is taking that next step and thinking about or needs to know more about a certain product or feature or is ready to kind of make that call to action.
0: And one quick question here while you were talking about this, which came into our mind is that when it comes to marketing and video, so having a brand video or product videos, if if you will are commonplace in b2b it's commonplace across most segments it's easier to have an explainer video and just share it or keep it on your website and things like that so now as the trends change in b2b there is a demand to have that human element out there not just have a text video or an animated video broadcast people want a human to be telling them what they want to know they don't necessarily want something just shared with them as an asset so when it comes to these kind of video collaterals, how have you seen certain brands enhance the experience by actually using the human element and not just making it a very well-shot product video or animated text version that is a good to have on a on a homepage, for example?
1: Yeah. One way that I've seen organizations do it is to use their employees to, or in, in particular to use their, their sales team. So to create sort of narrative and create the right messages and then have salespeople, whether it's a version of ABM or whether it's a version of customer marketing, have their salespeople bring those messages to life, right? So rather than, like you say, use animation and sort of the same video multiple times, have your sales team who are going to talk to those customers anyway, replay those messages, have them, and they're going to put their own spin on it. Again, they're going to bring their personality to it. And so it's not a, one size fits all. So you get slightly tailored messages, but I think it's a great way to scale like what is originally that that marketing message and using your own employee base to do it.
0: Absolutely, and a couple of thoughts on the use of video in job hunting. There have been a massive amount of tech layoffs, and I'm sure there's a large number of listeners, people, readers as well, who are either in the market for something new or have been looking for something new over the past couple of weeks and months. So how can video help them? What what can candidates in the market do to drive their hiring experience or sell the best of their abilities better with video? Yeah.
1: What what do a, you think they can like? A great question. I go back to the point I made about we're still early days in video. And Therefore, I think there's a chance for candidates to stand out using video and whether that is sending your CV or going through your LinkedIn profile on video using a product like Vidyard where you can animate it using yourself to kind of describe your highlights or kind of give your career summary and sending that to a recruiter or a talent professional or hiring manager. I think that that's really a chance to stand out. It can be very quick. Doesn't have to be long; it can be a short snippet, and I just think it it really is a chance for you to, when a talent professional is otherwise going through a pile of static images or a pile of static web pages or LinkedIn profiles, the chance to stand out and bring yourself, your character, your personality, your humanness to life is a huge advantage. And I think that's it's not common yet, so I think it's really a great chance to stand out, and I think you can do that either as a early in your sort of journey when you're just reaching out to hiring managers or you can do this follow-up and then you can get even more detailed of course you can that question you maybe wanted to answer differently or or an answer they gave that you really liked you can do a quick snippet to follow up and you know it takes 30 seconds or a minute
0: Jonathan we really enjoyed this video rich conversation that we've had with you today and if there's any last minute takeaways or even sales best practices that you'd like to share before we wrap up we'd love to hear them from you
1: Oh, sales best practices. I have a lot of best practices. One of my favorite best practices that I encourage everybody to do, my sales teams, go to my professionals, myself, and it only takes 30 seconds, is in every single interaction with a customer or prospect, right before that interaction, think to yourself, what is the value that I would like this person to get out of this interaction? That's it. Every single time, right, the last thing you do before you go into a a VC or video conference or a meeting or a call or whatever it is, literally ask yourself, what is the value? I want this person to out of the direction. And I think if you frame the entire conversation, that would just be really clear. I think that brings an entirely different lens to every meeting. There's no then there's no chance you're going to waste time. You're really thinking about that, that very specific thing that you want them to get out of the conversation. I find that very helpful, very useful way to frame the conversation. It's very, it's it's in my category of just one thing. If I could ask you to do just one thing, it's that thing.
0: Jonathan, thank you so much for taking this time to share your thoughts with us in this podcast episode. And we are definitely going to have you back again soon because videos aren't going anywhere anytime soon. And we have to keep the discussion ongoing. Until then, we wish you and your team all the very best.
1: Thank you, Prama.